Shabbat Daf Kuf Chavav. The last thing we were discussing was in the Mishnah that the thing that the, the, the rod or something that shuts the window. Rabbi Eliezer said if it's connected uh, with a rope or something, you could uh, use it on Shabbat, and if not, then you're not allowed to. And Hachamim said whether you whether it's connected or not connected, you're allowed to use it on Shabbat. And now we're going to go into Hachamim's words. It's the second to last line on Kuf Chav Amud Bet. You could always use it. And the Gemara asks, "My ben kach u ben kach." What does that mean, ben kach u ben kach? Amar biaba, amar kahana, ben kashur, ben sheeno kashur. If it's tied to the to the window or not, vehu shemetukan. But it has to be prepared from yesterday. I mean, you can't just pull out a stick and start using it. No, it has the stick has this rod has to be ready already from yesterday. And Tosafot said, you don't even need a, a ma'aseh, you just need to think about it and it'll be okay. And you could use it the next day on Shabbat. And the Ran argues on Tosafot and says, you need to actually uh, you actually use it or it has to be an actual keli. Amaleh Rebir Miyah, Rebir Miyah tells Rebir about why do you explain the, the hachamim to be lenient, that they don't need even it to be tied? Vilema more, maybe hachamim mean ben talui u ben sheno talui vehu shekashur. Maybe Hachamim say it doesn't make a difference if it's hanging or not hanging and it's dragged on the ground. Bottom line is it has to be at least tied. Meaning if it's not tied, you can't use it. Now Rabir Miyah is doubling down on the fact that it has to be tied and the Mahloket is if it's hanging or not. The Amar Hana, Amar Kan, Kach The same way as Mahloket over here, there's also Mahloket with a bolt that is being dragged on the floor. It's none. Neger hanigrav. You have a bolt that you put in the lock and the lock to lock a door. Hanigrav that's being dragged on the the floor, and but on the other hand, it's tied to the door. No alin boba mikdash. You could use it to uh, uh, to lock in the, in the mikdash area because it's only because the worst case scenario when you put it in, you're going to be boneh, and it's only like a boneh de rabbanan. And in the Beit Hamikdash, the Rabbanan is out the door, meaning you, we only have the Oraitas in the Beit Hamikdash area. We don't hold up the Rabbanans. But outside the Beit Hamikdash area, you can't use it as a lock. And the one that is placed, that means it's not tied. In both cases, it would be Asur to use. And the idea is the fact that it's uh, tied, it's already part of the Binyan. So by putting in or taking it out, you're not Bonean Soter. Now, by the way, before I continue to Rabbi Huda, who argues, um, Tosafot says we're not discussing over here uh, Bone because there's no Isur of Bone from, uh, from the Torah in this type of case, because you're not you're not leaving the lock over there. You're gonna take it. You're gonna take it off a couple hours later. You're gonna put it back on off. It's you're not Mevatel. So how could you call that Bone? Um, rather, he wants to say that the problem is Mitzad Mukze Mitzatel Tool. And he says, yes, the Muktzeh is the Rabbanan, but they were the Rabbanans that they did keep in the Beit HaMikdash. And the, Rabbanic, and the Ramban explains also that uh, when you tie it, uh, it's there to make it not Muktzeh anymore. That shows that you need it. It's, you're designated to be used. And the fact that it's hanging, it's, uh, it won't be considered Binyan. So it's as if I'm not taking it off the floor. So he like sort of puts everything together. So again, um, the bolt that's being dragged on the floor, you're allowed to use in the mikdash, not outside the Beit Hamikdash area. But if it's uh, if it's not uh, if it's not tied, it's uh, asur everywhere. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, 
Munah Bamikdash, you're allowed to use the one that's uh, on the floor, the one that's not tied up in the Beit Mikdash area. Since you prepared it from yesterday, it's not considered Bone Mideoraita. She explains it only looks like Bone, but it's not really Bone, therefore you're allowed to use it. And if it's being dragged on the floor, you could even use it in the Medina outside because over there is not even a Isur Midrabanat. Betanya. What's this drag bolt that you're allowed to use according to the Kamaba Mikdash, Avalobamdina? Whatever is tied and it's hanging on one end, and the other end of the bolt is touching the floor. And Tosafot adds that if even as long as it's tied, even if both ends even of the actual rod is on it's sitting on the floor. You could use it in the Beit Hamikdash area, but in the outside the Beit Hamikdash area, even if one end is tied and it's touching the floor, you, you wouldn't be able to use it. Now, Rabbi Yehuda Mutar, this type of bolt which is tied on one end, you'll not even use it uh, outside the Beit Hamikdash area. So what's not allowed to be used in, outside the Beit Hamikdash area? Anything that is not tied, not hanging, you pick it up and you could go put it on, on in a corner, meaning it's not tied. Who's a Tana who says you know how to use the, the bolt that is dragged on the floor outside the Beit HaMikdash area? Who felt that the bolt that we put in the window has to be tied uh, and hanging from Arab Shabbat. And we and we obviously see that Rabbi Yehuda holds like Hachamim who argue on Rabbi Eliezer. And if the, and if that's the case, the same way with the dragged uh, bolt, everyone uh, everyone agrees it has to be tied. And all, the only mahluk that we have is that if it should be hanging or not. Same thing with the with the pakak of the halon, the the window lock. And you see, this is like Rabbi Yirmiya who said it has to be tied according to everyone. And it's a question beimet on. Rabbi Abba Amarav Kana said it doesn't make it has to just be designated. Doesn't make a difference if it's tied. You see, Rabbi Elazar holds it does have to be tied. Amalei so Rabbi Abba Amarav Kana answers back Rabbi Mia. Anade Amrei Kehaytana. I hold like a different Tana. When I said Hachamim said it doesn't even have to be tied. I said it's a contrary Shimon Ben Gamli other Tanya. Kane Sheit Kino Baal Abayt Liyot Potach Beno Elbo. A guy took a reed or a bamboo or a stick and he said I'm going to use this as a lock. Bizman Shekashu Vetelu BePetach. If it's tied and and hanging by the, from the door, poteh haveno elbo, you're allowed to use it on Shabbat. In kash uh, in kashur v'talu, if it's not uh, tied, it's not hanging. In poteh haveno elbo, you're allowed to use it. Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel Omer, metukan af pishenok kashur. All you have to do is designate it as my lock, and I don't have to tie it at all. I hold like him. Amar v'yudaba shelat amar b'yos asi amar b'yohanan halacha kira b'shimon ben Gamliel. It doesn't even need to be tied as long as I designate it. Asks, who says Rabbi Yohanan like that? All covers of the kelim. It has, uh, I guess, a handle I could carry. I can carry it on Shabbat. These covers could be used as a kili on its own. Then you could uh, use them on Shabbat. You could touch them on Shabbat. And this uh, this kaneh that you use, this uh, stick that you decided was going to be your new lock, 
you can't use it for any other reason. So how did Rabbi Yohanan Pasek that like Rabban Shimon Megamliel? That even if it's not tied, you're allowed to use. Now she clarifies the question, meaning just the fact that you're using it to lock the door doesn't make it a keli. Just you know that you it's you, you make it shimush lebinyan. You're using it for the binyan, but it's not a keli. And he goes into the whole shidat tevah migdal. Why why am I allowed to carry their uh, covers? And he said because they're you know you could sit on it or you could put food on it. So it has a name of a keli. And that big long Tosafot explains in the name of Rabbeinu Tam that doesn't, you know, doesn't uh, the, the the cover of a keli doesn't have to be ra'ui for a different tashmish. You have to you have to do some sort of hakanata show that uh, I want to use this uh, this uh, cover. And the Ritva, even you know he was midakdek with the lashon. He says not afka torat keli, tzurat keli has to have like a an image of a keli. Okay, can I look into sugya? But either way, the question is like this. Um, Rabbi Yohanan, do you really hold like Rabban Shimon ben, uh, ben Gamliel? You're the one who said that, uh, you know, keli has to, it has to have a Torah keli in order for you to use it. And the read that Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel that allowed doesn't have a Torah keli. So the Gemara now continues. Maybe this read, this uh, stick, uh, that does have some sort of keli on it. Why? You could use it for uh, mixing olives or something like that, or to break uh, walnuts. So the Gemara pushes back. Who says Rabban Shimon Gamliel says you need a Torah keli? The palm tree leaves I put them together I said I want to use them for uh, for firewood I decided I want to sit on it You have to tie them up You don't have to tie it Just thinking about it is good enough Meaning Holds that it doesn't have to be For a different Tashmish uh, if a different use, just think about it. Rabbi Yohanan explains that Rabbi Yohanan holds like him in one thing and argues in the other. He agrees with him that it doesn't have to be tied, but he argues with him and holds that there needs to be a Torah keli. In the door of the that it has to be tied. Mativ Rav Amram. Rav Amram argued from the, the Mishnah. It says, We learned in uh, and we learned in the Mishnah later on that uh, from the words of Rabbi Sadok and Abba Shaul Ben Mitnita, we're allowed to uh, lock the window on so it's something that is not tied, like Hachamim, and we're allowed to measure for mitzvah, and we're allowed to tie keshesh that's not shalkayim on Shabbat. So bottom line is you're allowed to use that uh, bolt that's not tied. What's your question on Rabbi Yitzhak and Afha? He could always answer, it goes according to Achamim. You want to say your question, uh, so I understand, your question, you want to argue on Rabbi Yitzhak because there's a stama that goes like Achamim, so how could you argue, how could you say like Rabbi Lazar? The, the drag the bolt, uh, which is uh, like Rabbi Lazar, is also a stam Mishnah. So you have a stam Mishnah like Achamim, stam Mishnah like Rabbi Lazar. So what, what's your question? 
Sravalmanam explains, no, I'm still asking. I'm not. See, the Negeranigra might be a stama, but later on, there was an actual story where they did it, where they actually shut the window uh, with a bolt that's not tied. A story is a story. A story means they did it lemaase according to hachamim, and you can't argue on on a maase. Now the Mishnah says, "Kisui kol kisui." If we have that word or not, "Kol kisui akelim sheish lehem bet achiza." Any cover of a keli that has a handle, nitalim b'shabbat, carry on Shabbat. Amar biyosi b'medvar malmurim. What are we talking about? Bekisui karkaot. Tafka if it's uh, of a kisui of of like a hole in the ground. If it doesn't have a handle, it's already like a bone or soter. But if it's a pot cover, you could, of course, you could use it, whether it has a handle or not. She explains that the cover of the hole on the ground, if it has a handle, you're basically showing that I want to put it back on uh, and, and you put it, uh, take it off, put it back on, and you're not uh, soter or bone, at least uh, not, not for a long period of time. These kelim that have a Torah keli on them, but if they have no, they're not ra'ui to any melacha, or they're not ra'ui to any tashmish, then they're not allowed to uh, use it, you know, touch it on Shabbat. So now, So according to everyone, when it comes to the, the cover of the hole on the ground, if it has a handle, you're allowed to touch it. If not, not. When they argue, What happens when you have a, let's say, an oven that is connected to the ground and you have a cover on that? More Savatanakama felt Gazrinan were Gozer that they need to have a handle. Why? So you don't get mixed up with the regular hole. Uh, and, if you don't, and you might come to take off a cover that doesn't have a handle there also. More Savatanakama felt Logazrina. We're not, that's already too much. We're not Gozer. Lishna harina, a different explanation to what their machloket was. Kipliger, tanakamanu biyosi are arguing. Bekisui tanur, an oven that is connected to the ground. More tanakamam edamele lekisui karaka. He holds it's like a hole in the ground and you need a handle. Umor and biyosi medamele lekisui kelim. It's like uh, the cover of a keli and it doesn't need a handle. Hadran alach kolakelin. And now we're starting the 18th perek mefanin. This perek is going to be discussing things you know do with Rabbanan, things that look like a, a, a melacha, but hachamim allowed because of Kvot Shabbat or Fu'al Mitzvah. And with that, we'll start. The Mishnah says if a person has a big area with a whole bunch of barrels or a whole bunch of kelim, and you need people to sit there, mifanin, afilu abab, hamesh, kupot, you'll have to even move four or five uh, big kelim. Shelteven, Veshaltevuah, of straw, of different types of crop, Mipne or because I need the guests to come and sit there. Or Mipne Bitu Midrash, or we need people learning, we don't have any room, and uh, we'll have to take off stuff that, from, the, from that area in order for people to come sit down. Avalo etaotzar. But don't empty out the entire thing. And the Gemara will explain a little bit more. Mefanin teruma Torah. You're allowed to move teruma, that's tahor, because I could eat it. Not me, a Kohen. Udmai, 
and you're allowed to move demai, that's uh, food that you bought from an Amaret, you're not sure if he did uh, his trumot and masrot, and you have to do it also. That a Levi could eat, but the Levi also has to give a Maser of that Maser to the Kohen. And if you already gave it, you're allowed to move that because it's food that you're allowed to eat on Shabbat. And the Maser of year 1, 2, 4, 5 that you have to go eat in Yerushalayim, but you transferred the Kedushat, the money. Uh, so that food you're allowed to now eat. What about the the Tormus? The Lupino bean or something like that. If it's dry, you could uh, give it to uh, to the goats to eat. Since the goats could eat it, uh, you're allowed to move it. And uh, in the Mishnayot, by the way, it doesn't say Izim, it says Aniyim. So, okay. Avalo etatevel. You're not allowed to move the tevel because you're not allowed to eat the tevel. Tevel, you didn't give any trumot, masrot, it's just sitting over there. And if the, you gave maaser uh, to the levi, he didn't give his trumot to the you can't touch it yet. Velot maaser sheni vegdesh elonivdu. And not maaser sheni or hekdesh that was not, uh, the, the kedusha was not transferred because you have to eat in your shalim. Velot aluf, which is a type of bean. Uh, it's a type of bean that if you uh, if you don't cook it, even an animal can eat it. Velot the hardal mustard that hasn't been uh, grinded because on, when it's when it's grinded, then you could uh, start eating it. Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel Matir Baluf he allows that uh, that bean because ravens eat it and rich people have ravens in their house. Havile kash v'havile aitzim v'havile zeradim. Stacks of straw, wood, and different types of reeds. If you designate or you set them up for uh, for animals to eat, then you're allowed to carry it on Shabbat. If you did not uh, designate them, you didn't prepare them, you can't touch it. So the Gemara right away goes into the numbers. It says you're allowed to move four or five big uh, kupot. Uh, what now? The Gemara asks, "Hashta hamesh mifanin arbam mibaya." If you're allowed to move five, four, of course. Why do you have to say four? Just say five. Amar of hasda. No, what what it means is arbam mehamesh. Four out of five, I'm allowed to take out, but not all of it. Means if I have five over there, I'm only allowed to take out four. And the reason is because if you empty out the, the entire thing, you're going to see that there's holes on the ground. You're going to come to fix it. Some say it's four boxes from, or four kupot from a small, let's call it a garage, and five from a big one. So what does Vilot Ha'otzar mean? It can't be the first time you're using this uh, this Otsar for your own personal use. Why? And who's it like? Rabbi Yehudai, the Itle, Muktzeh. He, it's like Rabbi Yehudai who holds this concept of Muktzeh when, even when it comes to food. Shmuel Amar, Arba Vehamesh. What's the Kavanah of four and five? It means, Kedamre like the way people talk. If you need four, four. If you need five, five. Do whatever you need. If you need even more, go ahead. Go, do whatever you have to do. So what does that mean? Don't finish everything because you're going to come see a hole and you're going to come fill it up. But if you you can start and do most of it. Who is it like Rabbi Shimon? It's like Rabbi Shimon who holds no muktze. When it comes to food, that's a, you're allowed to use it. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.